0: As we wind down this series we need to complete one final aspect of an identity theft in our journey through life we encounter people live in many places and acquire many things that we perceive as part of our identity or even our identity as a whole nothing can be further from the truth in our worldly wisdom we believe the false notion that our identity comes from what we have accomplished think of the achievement system in gaming how about the idea our identity comes from what we have? You know, We have dual axes in our inventory, then huh, obviously we're a barbarian. Oh no, I know. I have a staff, therefore I'm a wizard. Then there is the notion of how others think of us is our identity. You know, all of us have seen in ch- the chat room the words noob or scrub or even the dreaded S-word, that Twitch band regarding males who spend money on e-girls. Yeah, I cannot say it here on Twitch, but you probably have guessed it. So today, our world defines us with an identity based on our occupation as well. You know, when asked, do you say, well, I'm a gamer or I'm a cosplayer or I'm an otaku? No, we also say that I work in the mortgage industry or I'm a lender. Okay. And this is all probably true, but that's not your true identity. This theft of your identity is the easiest to overcome because you will never define yourself as an occupation or hobby. Ephesians is quite clear about our identity when it states, For we are his workmanship, created in Christ Jesus for good works, which God prepared beforehand that we should walk in them. In other words, what we do here on Earth is a result of who we are, never defining who we are. A person who volunteers at church, or hospital, or food kitchen is defined as a good person. Now, this is especially true when immediate clout is the focus. But the true definition of a good person is one who volunteers at these same places, but never promotes these actions, or do so continuously excuse me, and do so continuously without being asked. What about a prisoner released from jail? You know, the best example is Jean Valjean from Les Miserables. Uh, He makes a mistake, is punished, subsequently released, but must carry a paper declaring his pass as a convict. Uh, Even when he steals from the church, the priest releases any blame on Jean Valjean and his actions. In the end, Jean asks for forgiveness and does everything he can do throughout the musical to do good works for his future and the future of others. Your identity is dependent on the result of your life actions in the end. So, what are you do's and don'ts that you wish to change? How can I change, is usually a question that comes up. And the reason is change for us humans is difficult and fraught with hardship, Yes, we can get into heaven on the salvation of Jesus alone, but that is not the purpose of our identity here on earth. You see, being saved is great, but that's not a legacy a person can just donate here on earth. You know, The time of indulgences is, frankly, over. And this is also an issue when we look at those who never knew Jesus suddenly, in their senior citizen years, decide to follow Jesus as a hedge against hell. And Proverbs warns us of this trap by noting it is a trap to dedicate something rashly and only later to consider one's vows. Here is, you know, the issue here is that we as Christians pledge our lives to Jesus, not just in our salvation, but also to encourage a legacy to make the world better than when we leave it. You do not have to declare you are doing, you know, you're going to volunteer but you can answer people when they wonder why you're not joining them for a LAN party or or going to the Comic-Con or even having an anime watch party. Now, I'm not saying you should give these up uh, at any expense and, and you are to have fun with your friends, but volunteering once or twice a month can certainly build a legacy for a better world. And some of you might be asking, ooh, well, what about monetary donations? Is that another way of volunteering? Well, for me... I say yes. Now, it may not be direct involvement like working at a food pantry or a food kitchen, but tithing to your church or the guild <clears throat> uh, allows your money to work for you. You yeah. know, it's like a loan, but the money is never going to be returned, and the interest, i.e., the benefits, increases exponentially than any other type of loan. You know, here at the guild, for example, You know, we look to our listeners and viewers to donate so we can, in turn, maybe purchase school supplies for the less fortunate kids um, out there. Well, what about, you know, other things like where, you know, your funds can be donated to groups that try to end hunger here in the United States and abroad? And unfortunately, like so many, you have conditions about when you will consider your donation and or volunteering. When I say, you know, when I have the time or when I have money, then I will volunteer slash donate. And the problem is, by the time we complete the when, you know, when I have time, when I have the money, our then, which is, we're going to, pretty much is gone. And James points um, out this problem by writing. And now I have a word with you who are brashly announced Today. Well, at least tomorrow. We're off to such and such a city for the year. We're going to start a business and make a lot of money. You don't know the first thing about tomorrow. You're nothing but a wisp of fog, catching a brief bit of sun before disappearing. What James really is saying is our time on Earth is finite. We have a set number of hours in the day and a set number of days in a year. And with God you have a set number of years before your death. Your ability to help build and maintain a better future for generations to come is limited to your time here on earth. Saying you will volunteer when I have the time may be the last time you try to volunteer. Saying I will donate to a cause or tithe to my church slash guild tomorrow may not happen when you lose your employment today. The you know, your ability to do something now will reap rewards for the future today. You volunteering today keeps the influencers away to ensure true benefits for others. Your donations today means more money a less fortunate person can use to feed themselves or their family. Excuse me. Your donations today means more money a less fortunate person can use to feed themselves or their families. And this is the real you, a person to make the world a better place for everyone. That is God's overall plan for you. Your true identity. I know, in the world it can be crazy, hectic, and just plain mad. I get it but to make sure the best you and your call, your true calling in your identity is to make sure your ability to help others less fortunate than yourself is cared for in the same manner as you are comfortable. This will not occur overnight, I guarantee that, but your one act, or both in volunteering and donating, begins a legacy that people will follow once you leave this mortal coil. Doing so today will ensure your legacy and create repeated action by others for the future. Until next time.